Hey, nurse CEOs. Thank you so much for tuning into the Nurse Boss Shift, where shift happens. Listen, while Kiana and I love being entrepreneurs, we really love how it has allowed us to invest not only in ourselves, but for generations to come. We had to start the Nurse Boss Shift off by talking to Miss Donna, aka Dala Donna's. In this episode, we hear about her money journey and how she retired with over a million dollars in her retirement portfolio, why investing is so important to her, and how she just purchased a whole hotel. That's right, her second, in fact. This episode is sure to help you shift your money mindset. So let's get into it. Hey, nurses. I'm Kiana. And I'm Crystal. And this is the Nurse Boss Shift where a shift happens. We're here to help you shift your title from employee nurse to boss nurse. Step into your power as an entrepreneur and build a highly profitable business using the skills you already have and learn some new ones along the way. Let's get into it. All right. Well, welcome, welcome to episode two of the Nurse Boss Shift. Welcome, 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 guys. We are so excited because we have a sister, a fellow nurse sister, who's going to come in here and drop all the tea on money. Yes. (laughs) As her name reflects, Miss Dallas. (laughs) so we are excited to have this conversation and we're gonna just go ahead and dive in because we it's so much we questions we gotta ask and actually a lot that we're gonna learn from you absolutely for sure yeah absolutely 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 so miss donna give us a little background about yourself and that you're a nurse so yes. just give us a little background about your nursing background, how long you've been a nurse, you know, and, um, okay. So I am, there we go. Yeah, there I am. Uh-oh, I don't want to say, so I'm going to keep playing with this, but I'm going to keep on talking. So I am a retired nurse of 25 years. I just retired in two, in, uh, December, uh, lovely, cl- uh, career, cardiac nurse, floor nurse. Um, my, my biggest thing with nursing is that love, love, love nursing. I did my time. Um, but when it was time to go, I left, um, with, you know, I left nursing with over a million dollars. So I made my money while I was there. So I did what I loved, worked and left. And now I'm doing what I love even more so. So it's got a two part scenario to it. Um, nursing was given to me. My mother passed away at the age of 47 of a massive heart attack. And, uh, she was, a um, she was addicted to drugs and it just killed her heart. And so mm-hmm. that is what led me to be a cardiac nurse. And, um, you know, that's how I became, my, it was my last semester in nursing. I didn't know which, what I wanted to do. And that kind of told that story. I wanted to know what happened to my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, love nursing, but I always, I was raised by my godparents who had a love for my godfather who only had an eighth grade education, loved numbers, but he just didn't know a lot about it. So all he knew was how to be very, very organized, very disciplined, and how to balance his checkbook that he got every Friday. So that's the first Mm -hmm. step into me loving numbers is I had to learn how to balance his checkbook down to 0.03 cents before he picked his check up. Um, and that was the, you know, how much we going to make if you did overtime. So I learned about FICA and state and all those things. I used to say, who is this FICA taking money out of my check? So, cause I always worked from the age of 14 with my dad. So I saw the, the withholding. So I learned 
how to read a check stub as early as the age of 14, 13, which people, you know, these young people don't know a lot of. And so it's always interested me. I kind of like the fact that I'm kind of like the rich dad, poor dad scenario because I had my mother who, she wasn't poor, she was a working woman, but she was on drugs. So she would spend her money. And I had my hardworking father who just worked, 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 but was pretty much poor still, had a home, but just, just, um, lower class, lower middle class, but rich in value, rich in knowledge and rich in what he, what he taught me. I would go with my mom. She would get paid. She would go to the, to the check cashing place, cash her check. And she would take a wad out of her check and stick it to me and say, here you go. I go to my dad's. I had to balance the checkbook, know exactly how much 10% I would keep to save I, mm-hmm. to this day. 10% of everything you earn is yours to keep. And mm-hmm. I would put that away into my savings account. And I would ask my mother, was is this 10% or how do you know how much money you have from the discipline from my dad? So that's where the money part kind of started. And that rolled into nursing because I never forgot that, but yet I loved uh, taking care of people. So it kind of welded itself together until I found I couldn't stand it no more. In 2011, I had to do both. Yes. So what, let's, let's, can we talk about just a little bit about what you love about nursing before we get into the other part? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so my love for nursing is, um, first of all, I, 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 I am so thankful to God for giving me a heart to love people. Mm-hmm. Some people have to work hard to just love and nourish and you know want to appreciate things. They have to work at it. Mm-hmm. That I, I don't have to think twice about that. So I just thank God every day for giving me that heart of love and the heart to help and the heart of sincerity. Just 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 a loving spirit that I think that just comes natural to me. And what better way to give that back than to help take care of somebody I love doing floor nursing, going to my patients. I love cleaning them, my my aides. Of course, when I got busy, I couldn't. What I couldn't do, I didn't do. But if I could do it, I'd do everything because I just love my patients being clean. I didn't, you know, I love reading to them. I just like seeing them come in sick and leave better. Feeling better, out of pain, you know, homeless people, I make sure they got clean. They came in with bugs. I make sure they got showers. I just like knowing when I went home that I made a difference. And my philosophy and everything that I do is when I cross the finish line in every area, every career, every person that I look back and say, job well done. So nursing did that to me. Yes. Did you finish in um, as a cardiac nurse? Is that what you retired? I did. I When I left, I was a uh, heart failure coordinator. So oh, okay. I, I was on the floor the entire time as a, as a uh, cardiac nurse, um, floor nurse. So I can't, I didn't do post-op and surgery. I was the one when they came from ER after, after they had the chest pain right before they went to surgery. So a lot of the prep, uh, a lot of congestive heart failure. So, you know, and then some other uh, multi-organ disciplines. So I got a little bit of everything, diabetes. So I got other things, but my specialty was cardiac. And then I went to heart failure um, because once again, you know, my mom died of a, of a massive heart attack. So it was always my, always, always, always my passion to find out and to be able to educate 
mm-hmm. especially our black men, our young mm-hmm. black men that would come in because they had been doing drugs and talk to them a little bit about, you know, here's my story. If you don't stop, you know, my mother was 47 and this is what happened. So mm-hmm. I had a story to tell them to look into to say this, you know, this, this, it ain't real out here. You know, this is real. It is real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things just happened. This did happen. So yeah. your daughter over there, you know, just kind of take a look at it and see she could be me. Yeah. So just, you know, I wanted to make a difference with my story in somebody who was in the same uh, predicament, predicament as my mom was. That was very important. So I always made sure that I got the patients, especially young black men. I wanted to take care of them because mm-hmm. I wanted to talk to them, tell them mm-hmm. my story so that, you know, you don't you just don't know one out of 10, two people might hear and might change. All you need is one person to make a difference. Right. So 25 years uh, the t- money climate is definitely different than yes. what it was yes. four years ago. Just period. Yes. yes. Um, yes. What would you tell, like, what would you tell nurses that they, like new nurses, you know, that probably are going to be by, at the bedside for 25 years or maybe not. Yes. What would you tell them about money or what was what's something about money that you would want them to know that maybe you didn't know when you started this journey? So I would know mainly is to, you know, um, to appreciate it. You know, so it uh, money doesn't do anything unless you tell it to do it. So my motto is dollars have a destination. So as right now, nursing coming in, is like it's not the salaries that we came in with. So they're walking into a bunch of money coming from maybe not having a lot. Mm-hmm. So knowing early what to do with it when you you know when you start this new wonderful career uh understanding what you have to offer when you go on that interview what that what that current job is going to offer you that's going to benefit your financial situation you're not you don't want to just take a job because it's a job you want to love nursing but you can go to a place that you love and still respect the money that you're going to get from it if they're going to give you the value that you're worth Mm-hmm. So finding out, do multiple interviews so that you can see, okay, what's your what's your retirement packages look like? Because mm-hmm. while you're there, you got to start thinking about retirement at that moment. The day mm-hmm. you work is the day you think about it because you want to leave early. Nursing is, even though it's it's um, it's a fulfilling job, it is still it's it's hard on your back, it's mm-hmm. hard on your mind, mm-hmm. it's hard on on your how you think about things. It's emotional, so you get emotionally drain these pediatric nurses they take that home so it's not you know a a 70 year career it's not something that that you want to be doing because you want to be able to give all you you have but save some for your family and save some for for retirement Mm -hmm. so the minute you start working think about retirement on day one the things that i would have done differently that first three years it's like i want every money i want all my money i want a lot of money i stopped i didn't put money aside and had I done that from the beginning, I would have walked away with even more. Yeah. And just remember going in, you came in not making anything. So that large dollar amount, you're not going to miss it if you give away 15% at the beginning. Yeah. Right. Sounds like a, a lot of money, but when you didn't have, when you know, you were making, what, what's the minimum wage? 15, 20. And you go from 15, 20 to in California, 70 and 80. Say, you got to right. clarify because some people in other yes. Yeah. <laughs> So right. I'm talking about California. Right. right. And Northern California, which is right. the highest yes. thing. Yes. Our housing doesn't let us live. So it's all going back to housing. Right. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, so I definitely need to clarify. California is the highest paid uh, yeah. nurses, I believe that yeah. there are. So, you know, but wherever you are, you got to think about, if, you know, even in a state that might have a lower salary, the, the cost of living is always is accountable to that salary. So right. even such, the nurses are still making more than someone who's working at a grocery store. So you're still at a higher level for that community. So going into your career at that moment, just put it aside right then. Get into the habit of, of put, paying yourself first. Key one, pay yourself first. We pay Uncle Sam. We pay FICA. We pay all before we get our check. And then we just live off the rest. We never pay our, you know, pay ourselves. So start doing that, you know, first is the first thing. Mm -hmm. Find out where you're going. Interview them with knowing not only uh, just what they pay, but what's the benefits that they have that's going to help um, es es escalate you to the next level if you're going to be there for 5, 10, 15 years. So mm -hmm. understand that about the jobs is real important. I would do that differently. Okay. What Love about it. travel nurses? Yeah. What so about <laughs> travel about nurses. That, that wasn't 25 years. I'm sure there were travel nurses 25 years ago, but they are really making a lot of dough. Yes. What what yes. are they doing wrong? And so they are, I don't know. I that this myth of I'm not gonna pay no taxes and <laughs> I don't, you know, going exempt, I do not know for the love of me where that came from, but stop it. <laughs> stop it. I am a tax preparer also. Okay. So part of what I do with my nurses is I get a, you know, two, 300, whatever you're making as travel nurses, you make all this wonderful money you and nothing's been put away, nothing's been purchased and nothing's been paid to Uncle Sam. Mm. And so you get stuck with this really large bill that, you know, it's not your money. It's got either got to get invested, you got to buy something, put it somewhere, or you got to pay it. Yeah. So there's only three ways. It's going to go one way or the other. Can you so say that again? Those three things? Because people in the back need to hear it. Can you say right. that again? <laughs> you got to invest it. Yes. You got to buy something with it that is investable, mm. or you got to pay Uncle Sam with it. Mm. So we want to pay Uncle Sam the least amount. So the other two would allow you to do that. The yeah. second way, meaning buy something with it, that means a business. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you're going to invest and you're going to get a business and you're going to pay Uncle Sam the rest. Mm. Yeah. Those three things. That's why you have people like us, the entrepreneur nurses. That yeah. side mm -hmm. gig, get you got to get that side gig to put yes. that some of that money over into there. Pay, use your money to pay for your side gig while you're making a lot of money mm -hmm. to get the deductions so that you don't owe Uncle Sam, who is not your uncle, at the end of the day. <laughs> yes, yes, and that's what I try yes. to preach I to nurses is, is, you know, at least get a side hustle or something you can invest your money in because you'll look up and, you right. know, those nurses who are 70, 75, still on the floor, right. acting like they love it. Right. No, they just can't <laughs> retire. Because, right. Because they didn't make the right investments with their money. So at least investments, a side business or something, you know, you, we can't just keep making all this money, hiding from Uncle Sam, thinking that correct find us, you know. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And you know that 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 little rat race that they talk about, the little revolving you get on there, mm -hmm. you just work, 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 work. You can't work your way into wealth. You no. cannot. There's only so many hours in a day. I am that one who worked my longest stretch was 28 days straight. Mm. 
I don't even know right now what the hell I was trying to buy. I don't even know. I was on, I worked, I was like, oh, I'll come in, I'll come in. 28, because I worked at two oh jobs. Goodness. Can't do that with one job. But the other job, nursing is so bad that <laughs> they don't even, you You can even get fired and go to another place. I mean, there's no career that's as good as this right. career. We, they won't let us go. We just got so many avenues, but we don't yeah. know how to monetize on the money from it. Mm. So I worked two different jobs and I would work four days here, the other three there, come in for a double here, 28 days straight. Two things happened. I got killed in taxes. Mm. So I could have worked 12 right. and got the same money that I made with Ooh, the 28 because high. I got taxed so high. Yes. That's number one. Number two, I got so sick. I was down for three weeks. Yep. So now I just got sick pay. Ooh. If I had, if I had enough PTO, pay time off. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't have that. Nurses, you know, because they work, 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 then they get sick and be off. So mm -hmm. the, where's the balance? So travel nursing, so good is such a wonderful opportunity that this this era is offering for travel nurses. But take advantage of it. Use yeah. the, all this cash, get you some real estate, mm -hmm. get that side hustle and fund the hustle with yeah. the money that you're making. Fund that so that you can, again, get tax write-offs from that. Get you some real estate. Find other options. Invest into other real estate, you know, hotels, wink, wink, we'll talk about later. <laughs> yeah. Any other things, any other assets that's going to bring you back, you know, uh, uh, more money. Dollars right. have a destination and you want to send them out so that they can bring back friends. Mm -hmm. Friends that are not taxable. Mm -hmm. And that takes seasoning. Because if yeah. it's taxable, you might as well win out at work. Right. Yes. You might as well went out at work. So, so you buy a commercial. Go ahead. Nurses don't know. So when you say they need to put it out, <laughs> bring some friends back, right. and the friends need to not be taxable, you're going to have to right. unpack that. <laughs> right. That's a lot. So, so we may, okay, we work, we work, we work. So this, okay, I'm a nurse. And I just did, a, I just did, I got a big travel assignment that, okay. that COVID money, bring it home, you know, that, that 20K, 30K a week mm -hmm. ain't take paid no taxes in and I'm exempt. So I got this big old check deposited into my boom into my checking account on mm -hmm. Friday, nineteen thousand four hundred seventy-three dollars. Okay, I took that. Now it's it's not taxed, first of all. So Uncle uh -huh. Sam, at the end of the year, he gonna want his twenty-five to thirty percent because after you make a certain amount, you automatically in the high tax bracket. Mm -hmm. So instead of having that money hit the account, let it hit the account. But then the next destination is to know now what am I gonna do with this money? So I've been looking at this commercial building over. here here, that all I need to do is have this amount of money down, have my credit score at this point, and I can pay cash for that deposit, put it in that and put that money into this commercial building, which is going to bring me back mm -hmm. revenue mm -hmm. that is not as taxable because it's in a commercial building lane as the direct dollar that's just sitting into my bank account, not mm -hmm. gaining what 0.03% interest. Mm -hmm. So you got taxed on it when it hits your account. You got, you're going to, because you're paying taxes on it, you're going to get that little, uh, the statement saying you got this amount of money in here. You get charged, you get, a, you get paid, you get taxed on that money from the bank. They're going to send mm -hmm. you something saying, this is the interest that you gained from it. Oh yeah. And then you get taxed on it. Mm -hmm. it you, that money got, it's going to get taxed three to four different times, mm -hmm. but we sit on it and don't send it out because we think we, we, as, as nurses and as black women and as black people, we hold on to it because we're afraid. Mm -hmm. We don't know. We don't trust. 
Mm-hmm. So we just hold on to it. And while we're holding, it's st- steadily going down in value because Ooh. taxation is decreasing what's, what it's worth. So instead, you want to deploy it into an asset. Mm-hmm. When that asset makes money, when I say come back, bring in friends, that's the revenue from the asset. That mm-hmm. building gets rented out and it brings in revenue. Now, that mm-hmm. revenue is going to be in an LLC which Mm -hmm. is a business. Now that business revenue is separate from your individual Mm -hmm. tax different because businesses, Mm -hmm. remember our tax, make the money, deduct, 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 live off the rest. When you are not have a business, you make the money taxed and then live off the rest. So Mm -hmm. you want money to go to that right side in that business, in that real estate. Take that one rental that you're going to get and put it in an LLC to make it a business. Find something that you're going to invest in so that when it brings back friends, revenue from the asset, the taxable, uh, the taxation is definitely different. So that's what I mean, bring back Mm -hmm. friends and make the friends uh, least taxable. Wow. I love that. I really Uh, love that. So, and it's so important, and I love that you didn't... Oh, go ahead, Chris. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm so... I love that you didn't focus on entrepreneurship, because a lot of nurses get intimidated by... like They don't mm-hmm. want to start a business. And, right. And so I always say, you don't have to start a business, but you definitely need a stream of... And you need something you're going to invest in. What's your What's your take on that? Uh, other than so starting a business, there's a, there's a few different ways you can do so that. Well, there's not there's a few, but there's only a couple, especially when you don't know a lot. But the easiest way, if you don't want to start a business, then the other way is then you have to invest. And that's where the, the fear comes from. You know, what am I going to invest in? How am I going to what what's my risk aversion? How risky am I? How much can I afford to lose? And in any in any situation, in any state, when it comes to money, the, the number one rule is you never invest what you can't afford to lose. You never invest what you can't afford to lose. Now, if you lose in it because it's sitting in, it's sitting in the bank account, then you can afford to lose 10 percent of that. So you need to invest it in, instead. That philosophy is not taught to us. We just like, no, we just going to once again, hold on to it. So entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurism is definitely number one, but everybody running the business, we always said, you know, we're just learning even at this, this late stage of the game, you know, mm-hmm. profits first, how to run a business, how to be Mrs. Fields instead of the cookie, the, the company on the, uh, at the end of the block working, you know, 12, 14 hours a day, which one of this, you know, we don't want to leave our job just to go into entrepreneurism and go into another job it's just, and then say, I'm my own business. You're mm-hmm. still working all kind of hours. Mm-hmm. So right. that takes some maneuvering too. So I, I understand that, but part of, um, if nurses and recognize that what they're doing, if they kind of have an idea of how long they want to do what they want to do and then start working on their exit strategy. Yeah. I believe in exit strategies for all jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, people say, well, I'm going to leave at 65. Where, where'd that number come from? That was <laughs> dictated to us because yeah. that was the reason. And that number ain't even 65 no more, 72. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to make us work to 72 before we can drive mm-hmm. our, you know, pull from our social security, which is not going to be there. So dick, you dictate 
dictate your life and you dictate it based on what you think you want to do with your family, with your friends, uh, with your uh, retirement, if you want to travel, if you want to stay home, if you want to have multiple houses, and how are you going to get there? So we always have strategies for everything else, but we don't have a strategy for our personal life, including our job. We're nurses. We take care of everybody, but we don't take care of ourselves personally and entrepreneurially in our, you know, in our entire life. So going into that job with the, I'm going to be making all this money. Okay. If I can make this and I want to leave nursing at the age of 40, what does that look like? How much money do I need? And calculating what I call the freedom number, that freedom Mm -hmm. number. How much money do you need to have to, as passive income, to take care of yourself without working every day for how many years? So understanding that number, and you can learn that number, even even all of us right now is is adding up your main four things is your rent. I don't count car, your food, your utilities. If COVID hit today, what things do you need to really take care of yourself? Mm -hmm. Those things. Car, no, we didn't care about no car. What no cars on the road? Mm -hmm. They was waving that. So, but you got to eat. You got to have lights and you have to pay your mortgage. Even that was being waived, but you know, you want to count that and you multiply that. So I would say three to six, uh, three to six years and you put that away. So these nurses making all that money, your freedom number should be put to the side for up to a year, even it's this mm-hmm. chunk of money. So if you have that put away, then you can leave, start your new entrepreneur business. You can take the additional money, start a side business. You can take that money buy real estate. You can get into the stock market. You can learn whatever side hustle that you thought you wanted to do. Everybody doesn't want real estate. Uh, you want to invest in uh, old cars. You really like it. Whatever is, is going to be your passion that you think you can give your energy to, that is going to be an asset. It has to be an asset, meaning it has to be able to bring money back to right. you uh, in some form or shape. Yes. Right. Love it. How did, where did all this, when did the mindset mindset shift happen for you? Um, because you, I, you told us you grew up with money, um, but when did you start getting into other investments or getting into investments and that whole deal versus just saving, but really getting into investments um, and learning what you can do? With so it? my biggest mind shift happened because I really thought, my parents used to tell me how smart I was and I hated it. But when I got my first job in college, I, uh, they never wanted me to work because they just said, mm-hmm. you know, go to school. I want you to get straight A's. That's not a good thing. We need to work. I need to, you know, I needed to know how to earn money also. I knew how to save, save, save. And the day mm-hmm. came when I went and got a job anyway, it was at a shoe store. And I can remember when the lady gave me a $50 bill and I did not know how to count change back to her. And I was devastated. Her, it was like twenty four fifty eight, and I looked at the lady at the register, like how much, how much do I give her back? Because you know, in my, I calculated saving, but I didn't know money. I didn't understand the value. You know, just even that little piece. It's almost like the kids today; they just use calculators, but they can't count mm-hmm. the things that really, really, really matter. And I got fired my first job and I got fired. Uh, I was a straight A. Everything was always right for me. So that was like my first downer. Like I'm not perfect. Oh no. Life is going to stop. 
<laughs> and so at that point, I said, I will never, I will always understand money. I will never mm. have that happen again. And I just went, I went and bought money books. Okay. I just, just like, though, I was just so heartfelt broken. And that's not what people, I think for me was God was positioning me to mm. do what I do now and love it the way I love it so that nobody else will have to go in that direction and have that happen. Yeah. You know, just understand basic principles of things that is everyday life that could could help benefit you. Know who to ask. Know, you know, that 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 number is just kind of off. Just appreciating and respecting the value of that dollar and not just mm-hmm. throwing it out the door. So mm-hmm. um, uh, I don't expect anybody else to, to have that dramatic shift, but I needed to have that to do what I do now. Mm-hmm. And so from that point on, went through school, and then as a nurse, the second part happened when my I was started putting this money into my 401k and I just kept seeing it grow. And then I just saw it stop growing. And so mm-hmm. I just started learning, teaching myself how to understand the 401ks. Mm-hmm. And once I said, huh, well, what if I do this? And what if I, so I self-taught myself, read books on how to manage my retirement account. Mm-hmm. Once I learned that, and started making more money than anybody else there. So I called my friend and I said, hey, let me look at your retirement account. Let me juggle it. And I did hers. And then before I know it, I had nurses from all over the floor coming on their break. Hey, can you adjust my retirement account? Can you do? So I was like, oh, yeah. And I said, hmm, if I had a degree, I could charge people for this. <laughs> I could help. Cause I was doing like mm-hmm. after work, before work. It's mm-hmm. just like I, the whole hospital was coming. I had a couple of doctors coming and have mm-hmm. me help them learn, understand their retirement account. And I said, well, you know, you read it here. This number means this. And so I liked it. I was like, hmm. So that was the first start. Then I got six nurses together and I made my first investment club. Mm-hmm. And I taught myself the stock market. So I started studying that because what's in your retirement account? Stocks. Yeah. It's just in the form of mutual funds. Yeah. And from that, it just kind of, they it, it just all raveled together really easily for me. Mm-hmm. And when something comes easy for you in whatever you do, that's probably your niche. When it's just something you love and it comes easy for you without, you know, so that was my niche for me and other nurses. You know, what's your niche for you? If your niche is different, that's probably your side hustle, which yeah. this is my, it was my side hustle. Now it's my job. So, you know, do what you love and love what you do. And then it will no longer be work. Yeah. Well, Miss Donna, what's some, um, when it comes to retirement, cause you know, you have people, you know, the gurus out here saying, do yes. Right. Some people like don't touch it, leave it there. Some people are like, take it out and you can do it yourself. Um, yes. What? What? And, and uh, realistically, you have a passion for this, but the average nurse is not about to learn right. mutual funds and stocks and this and that. <laughs> what is something right. that is um, practical for so, average nurses to do? Right. That if so, if you're working, the first thing is you definitely need to put that that maximum amount away because you don't know you need to have it managed i self-manage so you still need to you know and there's management companies out there but i still say even with managing it you need to you still got to educate yourself a little bit you need to know and i you know that's a little part that i teach so knowing first that you do need to put something away because if you don't you're going to get taxed on that entire amount because Mm -hmm. what you put away for retirement that's that's post-tax money. That's not taxable. So you make 100K, 
you put away 20, you're only taxed on 80. Your first tax strategy. That's your first financial strategy. Uh, these nurses are making all this money. They're not even putting anything away into the retirement. That's your first protection of taxes right there. And that's protected for now and for later. So uh, putting it somewhere, you know, you have your IRS, individual retirement account. You can do that with a job or you can do that as as a, um, as a travel nurse because you can still have a self-directed or a, a Roth IRS outside of employ, employers. So knowing that you do need to find, um, I recommend like Vanguard and Fidelity. Vanguard has the least amount of fees and they have really good vehicles that they manage really well. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to have a company that's not one of the you know top five if you don't know anything at all because the liability for them is a lot higher. They don't have as many vehicles, which means they don't make your money is not making as much money in that plan. You do want a, a plan where a company that you can call them. My uh, second eye opener was when I was teaching myself and learning this, I would go see my, the managed, because uh, you get assigned a person that's assigned to your account. And I would go, I made it a point to go see him every quarter. I didn't know what I was going to ask him, but I was learning, but I'm saying yeah. these nurses, you don't know, but you don't want to not know nothing yeah. because if you don't manage your money, somebody else will. And they don't have always have your best interests at hand. Ooh, so if you don't care about it, what makes you think they care about it? Right. So if they just know that you are even kind of interested, they're going to do a little bit more. They're going to appreciate that, oh, you know what, she's checking. They don't know what you know. So mm-hmm. make it a point once a quarter. I want to, hey, can I come in and see, you know, see what's going on? A question that you might not even know that might even be relevant. Tell me how you came up with this for me. Let them tell you. So you don't have to go read the books to get it. Just answer the questions for someone who's managing your money, what you want to know. Mm-hmm. How are they doing? How did you, how did I do last quarter? Tell me what you based that on. So you ask the questions Ooh. that you want to know. Mm-hmm. That way you're not going in knowing and asking them if they're telling the truth. You let them tell you the truth. This guy, when I walked in, he didn't know what I knew. First of all, he sat on a table above me while I was sitting in a chair talking to me. Oh, yeah, your plan's doing real good. And I said, oh, really? How? <laughs> well, it's doing real. Well, tell me why. He don't know what I know, but you should mm-hmm. be able to explain to me. You got my money. You're right. managing my money. So it's all about asking questions, putting it in there first. And then following up with the execution, you, we, we are we're working how many hours? We're going out. We're flying back and forth. You want to take out an hour and go see the person who's managing your money. Yeah. That's priority right there. That's the first and main thing. That management of, that, of those funds is what made me leave my job with the amount of money that I left mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. I managed it, but they can do the same thing and yeah. just make them... Uh, responsible for doing that. Now that's the that's, real nurse boss shit. Because yeah. <laughs> oh, go ahead, Chris. <laughs> no, I was gonna. I was just gonna say that's so important because a lot of nurses they have this mental block of they can't do anything outside of nursing or this retirement fund, retirement fund. But then you got most of us don't even know what it's doing or how it works or right why we need it or right. how we can go in there. Because I just learned a couple years ago that you know, they basically take your money and your retirement money and they invest it in what they see fit. 
But there could be some things that you study, you get up under a coach or you just read and do the, and like you said, ask questions and then you can make Mm -hmm. a few adjustments and then that money is, is growing even more than it would if you just didn't even know what it was doing um, before. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Absolutely. That's the key right there. That's the, you know, that's, and that's just one way of, of, of putting money away. Like I said, this, this when you, when you're W2 um, uh, and you love what you do, so you got to maximize that. So what ways with that W2, you know, travel versus even being on the floor, whatever we're doing, because we make a, this chunk of money. Yeah. We, we have to just kind of start looking at things different because there's other careers that makes a lot of money too. Why are they mm-hmm. not in the same predicament as nurses? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they, you know, they still have assets. They still have things that they're doing. Their retirement accounts, insurance is another, another missed, missed, missed insurance policies that have, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, and I want to use the word investment accounts. Wealthy people know how to monetize on these insurance policies. Mm-hmm. You taking that chunk of money, put it in a policy, have it protected, and then being able to borrow from that money to use it to buy other assets. Mm-hmm. We don't learn about that. Wealthy people know they know where to put this money to where it's protected and not taxable. We try to get away from Uncle Sam at the end of the day and yeah. still make the money that we make. So, you know, what are those avenues, insurance, your retirement accounts and entrepreneurism or uh, buying assets? Those are pretty much the four things you're doing. You're a W-2. That's all you got. And then having your exit strategy for the year that you want to know what your freedom number is. So when you walk away, you walk away with enough to take care of yourself, but walk into whatever next endeavor that you want to have. So I, I was saying, I think that's the real um, boss shift right there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. just owning your money mm-hmm. is something I know I had a, and I still am learning and growing in that space, but just being able to account for it and not just work, work, work. Cause you know, we, right. our money comes in shifts, right? Right. I must've been a nurse probably <laughs> Probably five years before I even read. No, not five years. Maybe three years. I must have been a nurse for maybe about three years before I realized that when I was picking up an extra shift at Hospital A, where I worked right. at the time, I was losing money versus working a shift in registry. Right. Getting more money. I didn't. It didn't click to some years after being a nurse. So the little things that I was able to do. Right. I feel like those were the shifts and then just just starting to really understand what my money is doing and like right. what the exchange is, because it sure wasn't an even exchange. No. And Mm-mm. like you said, you worked for 28 days and then you were sick for however long. That's not right. an even exchange. No. So Mm-mm. to have the privilege of making it work for you, at least understanding your retirement and right. like. Cause I pulled out money for my retirement and I didn't, I, I didn't even know I could have took out a loan instead. Right. Exactly. Oh my mm, handed to me. Okay. 40%. 40%. And then after, don't you get taxed again or something at the end? It was just like, I, I couldn't, I was so upset, but I didn't know. Right. And so I think one of the shifts as far as Boston is concerned for nurses is to know your money. Like, we don't even really look at our paycheck. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> the number, like, what is the net? 
what grows like is it more than and then by the time they tell us right you oh you picked up you know an extra shift well well when i calculated it that extra shift should have been six hundred dollars but it was actually two hundred and seventy right how did that happen because i mean but you don't understand money and we lose a lot of money by not understanding money for sure. Money and time and our mm-hmm. livelihood and our life. You know, we yeah. we give it up chasing, you know, chasing after after what? Like I said, when I did those, I don't, what was so, I don't even know what I was, end up trying to get. I think it was just coming and I was just like, I need more, I need more. I just, oh, another shift. You know, I didn't even have a, something allocated to buy. It's just that I wanted to see it. You know, it's it that addiction to knowing that it was more there to get, not realizing the time, you know, away from my, my girls. I'm a single mom. The time that I lost, um, mm-hmm. you know, just the, the time being ill afterwards. I couldn't even go upstairs to my to my bedroom for like two weeks. I was so sick. Wow. So, yeah. you know, what was what what what's it really all about? What are we trying to attain? You know, if you have even if you have a situation where, you know, I, I, I need, I want to buy this house. I want to buy an asset. First of all, you got to be buying an asset. I need to be buying an asset with that money. Mm -hmm. And you know that for this time period, you know, travel nurses, I'm going to travel. A lot of them travel for, I know a few people that travel for a certain period of time to reach a certain point Mm -hmm. to purchase something that they knew would take them away from nursing. Mm -hmm. So you have a plan, right? That's different. Right. Plan to do something different, but just to don't plan to fail. Right. Have a plan so that you can, you know, top that plan out and then actually have some results for it afterwards. So if you're doing something like that, it's a little different. But still, right. you got to consider. Don't make yourself sick. You know, money is is it's just not worth it. Take it from us who you know who've been there and have done it. Like you said, oh, I'm gonna work that extra shift and I'm already calculating. Ooh, double time and a half. And I don't know. I'm out here in California. This is one hospital. I won't say the name. But I mean, you can work shift. At, if you work five days, seven days, every day after that is time and a half, and then double, triple time. It's like bonuses, bonuses. So nice they just go until they. I'm going in for four hours just so I won't lose this strip. And, and girl, it's Christmas. Double back. <laughs> but but even to add on that, Miss Donna. It is crazy because my moment, well, I have had a lot of aha moments, but another one of my moments was, you know, the checks was great, money was good, until I saw people who were working way less, making way more. That's right there. They weren't even nurses right. or in healthcare or didn't even have a degree. And I was like, okay, I need to reevaluate this. Right. This is my <laughs> that is that's the point. <laughs> People are sitting up making money off of their stocks, making money off of their, you know, investment yeah. properties, making money off of their knowledge. And here right. I am exchanging time That's for money, right. physically exhausted, missing time with my kids that are irreplaceable and technically right. priceless. Something has got to give. <laughs> Something has got to give. That's right. What, what were you saying, Crystal? Oh, no, no. I was just agreeing. I was just agreeing. Yes. <laughs> yes. That that point right there was and I re, when I left nursing, I literally was, you know, and this was this is came came with just experience and time, you know, over all those years. But I was working just two days a week. I worked two days and I was scheduled for three, but I never worked that third day. So I just worked two days a week. My salary for two days a week was the same as when I was working full time like five years back. And that just came with 
experience and time. So even getting to that point, you know, having that in your exit strategy, I knew that I was like, okay, I'm ready to leave the floor, but I don't want to leave nursing if I can work a little less. And then, you know, looking at the positions when you come in, what else can I do that can give me? So that gave me a little bit, bought me a little bit more time because I added days to still get ready for my next uh, endeavor that I was planning for. So while you're in that, you know, in that career and doing what you love in nursing, keep doing it. Do what you love. We love nurses. We're nurses for a reason. So we don't just want to leave for the money. You want to leave because it's time to go. Right. It's time you, you've reached whatever strategy or whatever exit strategy or whatever position in life that you're ready to do something different. Mm-hmm. Just, I think of it like jury duty. Not 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 relative to relative, but jury duty. Mm-hmm. If I have to go, if I'm the person that's on trial, who do I want to be the juror? Who do I want to be one of those 12 people? I want somebody like me. Mm-hmm. I don't want somebody who does not do anything, watches soap operas, watches stuff, because they're going to be very judgmental. Life has not hit them in a way that I would think they would have be able to get the senses to, to determine, to think the way I think. Mm-hmm. So I work, we do what we do because if I have my family member there, I want a person like me to take care of them. Mm-hmm. So in every, you know, in every avenue, that's why we need nurses. We need people like us. So I don't, I shouldn't have left 10 years ago. It wasn't my time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was my time when it was my time, but I need to prepare for my time because personally, I still need to take care of myself. So that's the balance of taking care of yourself and taking care of what you really love to do. And nurses, we just love what we do. Um, and if you're in it for just for the money, it's, it's going to wear you down, mm-hmm. you know, because you're going to make the money. Yeah. But then what? Right. Then what? Yes. Yeah. So really, 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 really good avenue. You know, it's it's uh it's 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 good to have it. It's good to know that it's there. You know, when you're looking at um, I hear the travel nurses, a lot of them say, you know, I'm not that contract doesn't pay this. Um, and I know that it's a different mindset because that's, you know, um, I talk to a lot of travel nurses, their mindset is different from a floor nurse Mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with either one, as Mm -hmm. long as what you're doing is satisfying to, you know, to, for me, I'm, you know, to God first, to yourself, because if you're self-fulfilled, you're going to be self-fulfilling to somebody else. And then knowing that you're, you know, what, what is your why? What, why did you start doing what you're doing? And the benefit is that we just get paid well for doing what we love. Yes. Yes. And but so don't let it break you down. Right. Right. So Ms. Donna, we haven't even told them about all right. your amazing <laughs> You know, everything, projects, <laughs> just investments, because people are like, okay, who, who, what she got? Like, we want to know your social right. proof. So why? Yeah, I know. I was, <laughs> well, look, look. Well, a million in retirement. <laughs> a million in retirement. So, the- so my love for, my love for money, not my love for understanding and educating others on money has, has led me into, you know, a very fulfilling career post-nursing uh, because now I get to do what I love to do all the time. And I still get to, I say I, I'm still a nurse at heart because what I'm teaching is heartfelt. And what I'm teaching is necessary and needed. And nurses take care of patients because what they need to do for them is necessary and needed. So it's just a a little shift, but it just increases your pocketbook value. So 
Um, I think the biggest thing is uh, everything that I do, I do at, uh, in relationship to partnerships and groups. Um, mm -hmm. So I have a lots of investment clubs because everything that I do, I want to teach others and how, what better way to do it than to teach in groups instead of doing one person at a time. Right. So I started doing investment clubs, as I stated, as a nurse with those seven nurses. We are still, we still have that investment club to date. And uh, it's sitting pretty. It's, can you I tell mean, them what an investment club is, though? Yeah. Can you break it down? So, to like so an investment club is a group of people who get together with a sum of money and put that money together and invest. Mm -hmm. So it's invest and the club. The club gets a title because you, um, if it's a real investment club, it is its own entity. So it's either a partnership or an LLC mm -hmm. because you want the money to be general public money for the club. Okay. Uh, you don't want money going into one person's account and you want it to be a taxable event to where all parties share the gain and the loss. Okay. So you want to have, um, so all my clubs are official clubs. They're either LLCs or partnerships. They all do something different. Everyone is, I teach in each one on the, uh, the things that I've learned. I'm self-taught. I do have my master's in finance. I did that in 2011. I did that not because um, what it, because I wanted to, you know, really go to school, but I believe school nowadays, like I was unimpressed with my first semester, um, uh, teacher in my, in, when I was getting my master's, she didn't even have her own business. So, um, okay. So I was like, <laughs> I already see, I just need this title. Now, there's other people, Avenue and what they think about, you know, grad school is a little bit different because I, I so self-taught though, it was, I went in with a different attitude. So I listened, learned, got my degree and then taught myself just what I need to know. Nurses, you understand that, right? You go to nursing school, then you stop, you have to unlearn everything and then what? You get hired and you get retaught. Right. Yes. It's the same thing. It was the same, it's the same thing. Tell us a few of what your investment, what are you guys investing in in the different, you don't have to, I know you have a lot. So yeah. yeah. So just in general, um, the main things is uh, real estate, stock market, um, companies. We do equity one club, one club. We do nothing, but um, we, we uh, put our money into companies that need money so that we can own part of the company. So it's called mm -hmm. equity ownership. Ooh. So we own, uh, we, we pretty much buy ownership in companies. So we find companies that we really like and we go, Hey, do you need some money? And they go, yeah, we go, we don't want our money back. We just want to own a percent of your company. And Ooh, so, sounds so, like some shark tank, nurse tank yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Because you got to analyze that company. And get some money. <laughs> right. So we do that, you know, and then I have like my family investment club, which I think everybody should have every yeah. family. It, not only does it bring together the family, but it teaches the young ones what you know a little bit a, a little bit about investing. Yeah. And I started this one with just my my immediate family. With you know everybody got some you know we know, but just pick the ones that's gonna be okay. That <laughs> got a couple of dollars. Right. You don't have to do a lot. <laughs> and we just bought. I bought a boat. So I bought a boat, and I'm here in California. I financed the boat. I'm the bank and. So I said, you guys love to go, you know, you go out and you pay all this money on people's boats. You need to have your own boat and then you rent the boat out. And so yeah. I made each one of them give me a thousand dollars. So it's 12 of us. That's $12,000. That was the down payment. Mm -hmm. And then they, it's their job to each one of them have to rent the boat out at least twice uh, in a year. 
So that revenue comes back to pay the boat off. So they're now they're learning the principle of where you don't get to keep the boat for yourself until it's paid off. So now they're learning about an asset versus a liability. Yeah. An asset meaning it's a product or an item that's bringing back friends. Remember, bring yeah. back, we want to always, Miss Dallas say, bring some friends back. Right. So uh, if it's not bringing friends back, it is a liability. So yeah. them, them purses and stuff can be liabilities unless you can sell them back and get money back. Yeah. So you can turn everything into an asset. So this is teaching my, like my sisters, I have my youngest nephew, he's uh, 23. You know, he's like, oh, okay, uh, Auntie, uh, how much money you need? He worked. He gave me like $400. He was like, I want to be in. So he worked to put the money in so that he knows that I, I said, guess what? You own, a, you have part ownership in a boat. Now go tell your friends you own a boat. Ask them who else own a boat. <laughs> and <it's> like, <laughs> my daddy. I told my daddy, my daddy's another story. My mom and my dad both had been doing My dad was a heroin addict for 15 years. He has been clean and sober now for 28 years. But when I was growing up, he, you know, he was, so now, you know, he's been clean and sober, but he, you know, he just, he just worked man he got his little side truck i said daddy you want to own a boat he said yeah thousand dollars so he gave me his thousand i took them all out he said is this my boat i said it's your boat <laughs> it just feels good it's ownership oh, yeah. but he paid a thousand dollars but he said well how i said because we're gonna rent the boat out that's called ownership let right. let other people's money pay for our boat while they enjoy it, we enjoy it on the other days, and then we own this boat as a family. Yeah. So teaching those really simple principles with your little, you know, with your young kids. So that's a different kind of club. So every club does something different and, um, you know, has ownership and different. Those are the main three three things that, that, that they do. Yeah. Well, we okay. haven't even gotten okay. to your, I think is your biggest investment to date. Um, yes. Correct yes. me if I'm wrong, um, but talk a little bit about that because I'm so <laughs> excited about this. So that has happened as I've grown with um, just loving investing. I'm my, you know, I just like I say every day, I love being an investor. I love being an investor. So I believe in, you know, bringing the bringing things that are not as into they are, and yeah. um, just definitely focusing, keeping my eye on. I got stickies all over my house of things I want, you know, affirmations, and so I always said, "Dang, what does it look like to to own a hotel?" And that happened because I, you know, I think the story everybody knows. I accidentally bought a hotel, uh, didn't know what I was doing. I love Nobody that story. Wanted to do <laughs> she accidentally bought a hotel. Was, I mean, it's an amazing story. Right. It's, it's, it's a story. We got to tell that one a long, long <laughs> later. That was a longer story. I wanted one of my groups. I was like, hey, you guys, you know, I had been, I just had this vision of owning a hotel because it's like one of these things. I want things for me to do so that I can show others they can do it. So I'm always looking at the unusual and outside the box. And so I would just look at these big, um, when I drive, I'm always like, how did they do that? Or why do they own that? Or why did this happen? And I would see these big old hotels and these big buildings. And I would say, who owns that? Who are these people? And why can't I have a piece of it? And you keep asking and you are going to 
it's going to come into fruition. Things are going to come your way. That's why you got to say what you want and say it and say it and say it, say who you are mm -hmm. so that the, whatever it is that you're attaining to will start, it will come to you. The people will come and aha, I was looking on a, something on YouTube and it was a black lady who was teaching people, women, how to own hotels. So I was like, what the hell? I was like, let me get home. I got to see this. And I watched her in awe. This woman owns four hotels and like something you would never think. How does it happen? It happened. And just like it happened for her. So two years later, I joined her program because uh, I wanted to say I want to do something that another woman, black nurse, has never done so that another woman, black nurse, can come behind me and do the same thing. It's yeah. all about who's who am I going to pull up the ladder with me because at the top is lonely without friends and family. So you want to bring people with you. And so my endeavor has been fulfilled. So to date, I am purchasing a hotel in Honduras, a uh, wow. 21 key hotel. Yay. I have, um, and it's nothing but God blessed. Everything that's happened has been out of the norm. Like they were, I, I partnered with Wyndham, uh, the program that they have, they all of a sudden have a women. I am the first woman, black woman. So it's for African-American women. So it's a program to help teach us more about ownership. So I get all these perks. I get a little bit of money. I get some discounts. I get free stuff. I just yes. get training. My staff gets training. Uh, it was supposed to be for 75 minimum. My hotel is 40 and they're like, oh, we're going to go ahead and accept you. I'm first. You know, my attorney fees were none, just below normal. Normal is 50. I paid 10. Just, wow. It's just been where it's supposed to be. And it's just all come together. And I went out on this journey saying, you know what? I don't want to do this alone. I want nurses, other nurses to know that they can do it. So how about let me partner? So I said, I need 100 nurses, 10 grand a piece. We got a million dollars to spot this hotel. Yes. This so is hence amazing. we have international hotel owner. Oh my goodness. Yes. I know. And, if there is someone, I need them to put it in the comments on this uh once this is aired because I know there cannot be another black nurse who owns right. a hotel. I'm sorry. No, there I is not. You're right to begin this book. Right. <laughs> we gonna start this and I need young, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, if if you know paving the way was a person, Miss Donna, mm -hmm. you definitely are doing it with that. I mean, because and and I, as I'm listening to this story, and Crystal, you can you know chime in, but I'm thinking you to have the audacity, and I always say, you know, you have to be audacious, especially mm -hmm. when you are thinking big and you are outside of the box thinking, but to and then you really called it in. Because yes. what are the chances that you would see this woman who was actually right. teaching other women and her to be an African-American at that, how to right. own hotel? Right. <laughs> exactly. And that's right. that, it, 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 that it, you know, that, that right there is what, what now it's like, and I tell you, there's nothing that you can't do. You can't accomplish it. Somebody did it. Mm -hmm. a thing that when you look around you a thing is just a thing it was just a thing until somebody made it a thing mm -hmm. so somebody thought first they took that thought 
and they put it into action and it became a thing. So your thoughts are not crazy. Mm. So if you're thinking out there of something that you really want to do, take that thought and see and put make it come into fruition. Speak on it. See it every day. Vision it. Envision it. Put it on your refrigerator. Put it on. I, I got stickies all through my house. I mean, look, I don't got that. Uh, it's, everything is not pristine because I'm like, I got to make sure I'm visual and seeing where I want to go. Uh, but, you know, for you nurses out there, do what you love now with the vision to do what you want to do later or, you know, shorter period of time or after, or stay with nursing and then do it on the side. Because remember, we got to have that side hustle because we got to do something with that money. But envision what you want and just just the what you need to get it is going to come to you. Yeah. It's, it's You're going to still do some work. But look, right. don't get me wrong. I'm doing right. some work. Right. But the work I'm doing, the work with something that I love. That's not yeah. like I'm I'm going to you know I'm going to a job that I hate and clocking in. I love what I do. So when I fall out from a long day, it's like well done. Yeah. I've accomplished yeah. one more thing that I want to you know a tail. So right. you too can do that same thing. The impossible is just you know this is just one thing that that I thought was impossible, but nothing's really impossible. We got mm-hmm. astronauts. We got you know it's just 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 figure out what it is that you love and want to do. We're nurses. We can do anything. We take care of everybody, but we don't take care of ourselves and our mind and push that forward to accomplish what you really want to accomplish after retirement or before. Yeah. Yeah. You had told us a couple of Chris, go months ahead. I ago. You were gonna say something. I was going to say, she told us a couple months ago on one of our morning calls that, you know, when you have a thought of something you want to want to do, don't just let that go. And that's really stuck with me because those thoughts are placed there for a reason. God has placed those thoughts in us um, to give us a curiosity Correct. to seek it out and think about it and go find someone who's done it before who can help us. So that was really powerful for me to just not yes. sit on those thoughts. Anything we can do, we can make it happen. And nurses are the biggest for, can I do it? Can I? Yes, you're a nurse. <laughs> Yes. Someone with no degree can do something and be a millionaire. Right. Why can't you with your right? Yes. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yes. Correct. Correct. This has we been just amazing. gotta think different. Miss Donna, even like we are in the network and yeah. every time I like hear you, it's just it's so inspirational because you know, on this journey, there are times when you know, you think to yourself, like, am I doing the right thing? Like, how dare right. me? Like, can I really, you know, and then, right. you know, you just, you know, blow it out the right. water because, you know, you just give me so much hope. And yes. like, and also I look forward to like what's coming next for me and, you know, just trying to really dream even bigger. Like right. I sometimes say like, okay, I want to do something or to think a thought that scares me mm-hmm. so much and then go after it. Yes. I feel like that's, that's oh my gosh. That's I feel it. like that's what you did with your hotel. It's like, who? Where would somebody? I wouldn't even. I'm like, right. am I gonna start with the Hilton? Like, where's right. that start? <laughs> Being born into it. Right, right. But you know, it can be started. That's the thing. You know, when I now that I'm and now that I'm in it, the people that I meet and see, it's like 
they don't even think about it. It's just, you know, a world that we didn't know because we didn't attain to, we didn't even think it was attainable. And all that does is tell you that that other thing is still attainable. That Mm -hmm. other thought that you had is still attainable. Mm -hmm. It is. We just need to act on it because Mm -hmm. the things that, you know, I think that I can't do, it, it comes because, you know, you're putting it out there. The people will call. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody will, dro- you know, drop something in my, you know, when I bought the first hotel, how that mm-hmm. happened. I just got an email and somebody said, hey, you want to buy a hotel? You know, how does this just because I've been putting it out into the universe and letting you buy a car, you turn around and you see that car all the time. Yeah. It, that didn't just happen. So that's why that thought you put that thought out there it came for a reason that thought is going to bring to you the avenues and the the ammunition that you need to bring that thought into a formable thing yeah Yeah. may it be a hotel maybe i mean you don't i mean y'all don't know what i got plan next. I mean, I'm just going to keep on dreaming and keep bringing people in and let people know that, you know, you too can do it. That's what it's all about. And just bringing you on the way to, to, you know, we're, we're nurses. There's, there's just nothing we can't do. Yes. Yes. Wow. Wow. This has been such a powerful and impactful conversation. Yes. Um, Chris and I just, first of all, want to you know, you to provide all of the listeners with some inf- ways that they can contact you, be a part of this, like, yes, <laughs> yes, you have going on. Cause I know you mentor nurses as well. Yes. So let us know, you know, how we can contact you and what you have going on that they can possibly be a part of and own a portion of a, a portion. Uh, <laughs> yes. So I call it uh, opportunities. I'm always looking for opportunities that are good for others. So uh, the best way is uh, everything is my is my name. So my email is DonnaRosby.com. Uh, yeah, DonnaRosby.com. I'm sorry, my website is DonnaRosby.com. My, inf- my email is info at DonnaRosby.com. My Facebook is DonnaRosby. My Instagram is at DonnaRosby. On my Instagram, on my bio is a link for either contacting me, either setting up a, a chat with me, and more than number one is getting in on this hotel opportunity. So yeah. I have made this so powerful for nurses to learn investing because I am going to be teaching on the way and not just teaching about the hotel, but teaching about investing and showing you that dollar, that particular dollar that you will invest with me, how that's going to grow and what that means. Understanding your, your your market cap and understanding those numbers that we run from that we say, mm-hmm. I don't care about it. We care. We just don't understand it. Yeah. So making it uh, so where it's available and easy to understand so that you can apply it to something else. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about understanding your dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, uh, that, that is still open. Uh, that will be open until the 28th is the closing of the first phase uh, for the hotel. The partnership will include uh, a minimum of $10,000, uh, but a maximum of whatever you want to make higher than that. And mm-hmm. I show you um, how that money is earned, how you earn money from that money and how you learn with the partnership uh, from the hotel. The other opportunities are investment clubs. If you think you might want to uh, start your own investment club and you need some guidance and setup, I do help people set up their own investment clubs. That's on my link also. So via my email, 
email or my Instagram. All those links are there to contact me um, or just set up a, a set up a, a consult and talk about something that you think you might want to do that I can help you with. Your budgeting, tax preparation. My taxes, you know, we won't talk about that right now because that that business is I love it, love it, love it. I've had it for a long time, but I'm going to I'm, I'm definitely going to not do as many taxes, but tax questions is what's most powerful. I understand now that I don't have to do it to help you understand it. When you go to your CPA, is there certain things you need to know and ask? Mm-hmm. I was audited and, and charged a, over $100,000 because I didn't understand my taxes, which, mm-hmm. which is why I became a tax person. So even if I can educate you on your bottom number, how to look at your taxes in three minutes and understand and see if there's something wrong or right. Things mm-hmm. like that. Why you need insurance. All things that cover and protect you, your liability. Why you need insurance. My brother, my mother, and my nephew were all killed, um, uh, two murdered and one killed within a six-month time frame. Nobody had insurance. So they came to Donna. So I'm using my hard-earned money, whereas if I just would have had an insurance policy, mm-hmm. an insurance policy that have other benefits, little things that if you just twerk those few, those three things could protect your future. If your future is protected, then you can retire earlier. Yeah. If you can retire earlier, you can do the things that you want to do after nursing or while you're doing nursing. So it comes full circle. Yeah. So yeah, consult. Um, on one of the two things, getting in on the hotel investment, starting your own investment club, any of those things, I'm there for you. At Donna Rosby. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Ms. Donna. This has been an amazing conversation. And we just want to remind those who are listening to make sure you go ahead and subscribe. Bring some friends with you. Listen, yes. yep. bring That's some nurse right. friends. They need to hear that. We all need yes. to hear. There's 4 million yes. nurses in the United States. Yes. Listen, every one of them needs to hear this. <laughs> what exactly. you going to do with that dollar, right? <laughs> yes. 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 So, Ms. Donna, we want you to close us out with something, some final words. Like, if you could just kind of give something that you know is going to uh, impact those list, those who are listening to this episode to close us out, just something that could help them, something that could just get somebody to that, uh, to make ne- that, that next uh, level, that little next step. <laughs> what would that Let be? me see. Oh my gosh. Uh, what can I, what would I recommend? So what your, your next step. So somebody, okay. So wherever you are right now, in any situation that you are right now, identify, first of all, where you want to go and what you want to be next. And then figure your next step is to to, to think in your head how you're going to get there. So rule number one, 10% of everything you earn is yours to keep. Pay yourself first. That's number one, because that's going to pay you first and get you out first, not last. Rule number two, know your freedom number. Identify that number immediately because your freedom number is just as it stated. What you're going to do today is what's going to help you do something tomorrow. Your tomorrow could be three years or five years. Mm -hmm. Have a plan to do something or you will plan to fail. So plan your exit strategy right now financially. What that looks like. See what you want your future to be and see. Mm-hmm. That's going to take dollars. Where's those dollars going to come from? It's from number one and number two, 10%. Number two, a plan, exit strategy. And then number three, 
where what that extra strategy looks like. So know where you're going and have the dollars have a destination to get you there. Woo! Yes. That was good. Yes. Awesome. Yes, 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 yes. So this, and I just have to say, you know, yes, I do this. And people say, Donna, what are you? I love the nurse boss mob. And Dr. Jones will know. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what? I want to get in. You know, what do you want to come here for? I said, because two things, I'm really high on energy, you know, and people, just good, natural people who are doing what I'm doing. We might be doing different avenues, mm-hmm. but we're still nurses at heart. We are right. nurses. And yeah. so what we do in our careers might be a little bit different. I'm not, I'm, I don't have a man spa, but yeah. all that money y'all going to be making following <laughs> Dr. Jones, Dr. Parker, <laughs> that you're going to need me to tell you what to do with it. Exactly. So, you know, it just, it comes yep. full circle. So yeah. it's, you know, it's the circle you meet and who you're around. It helps you strive and be better. You don't want to be the, 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 the smartest person in the room, but you don't want to be the dumbest person in the room too. Yeah. You want to be in a circle that's like-minded. Yes. Like-minded. It does. We, it's not career-based. It's like-minded. Mm-hmm. We think the same thing and we love the same people, which is our patients. We're going to definitely have to have you back to talk about investing in yourself. Because, see, we talk about yeah. investing. We didn't even get to the investing in yourself, which is a that, whole that's, not on yourself, but in yes, yourself. In yourself. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. right. That that's is right. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We hope that you had as much fun as we did. And most importantly, got tons of value from this conversation. Post your biggest aha moments and tag us on social. You can find all of our info in the show notes. And if you love the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave us a review. We're so grateful for each and every one of you and cannot wait to see you crush it in your businesses. Talk to you next time.